G'day. Hi. Yep. This is the podcast. Hello. <laughs> Today's show, uh, our most amazing triple zero hero call that we've had so far. A nine-year-old girl calls when her mum has a seizure and she, Safira, she is incredible. Mm. Just amazing. What a beautiful young girl. Yeah. yeah. She reminds me I need to chat to my children. Yeah, because she knew the um, their address and everything. Mm. Mm. I think Abby just means get them to like her so they will call triple zero. No, meaning <laughs> give them the address, you know. Just tell Sometimes them. Sometimes I think they might, won't make it home if I don't tell them. Just tell them they don't have, uh, you don't have life insurance. So you're worth more to them alive. Oh, good one. You can't tell your family that, can you? No, my wife knows exactly <laughs> how much she gets when I'm dead, and it's a lot more than when I'm alive. We uh, were talking to these people camping, and uh-huh. he was saying that she said, oh, yeah, he just he cancelled his life insurance. And she was a bit upset that her husband had cancelled her Just life. as my plans were coming together. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I don't know if he's upped mine, but he's definitely cancelled his. He said it wasn't worth it. And she was really like, hmm, that's not what I thought. Because <laughs> you can't take... A policy out on someone, can you? They've got a like. If no, you wouldn't no. be able to. No. Are you talking not. about a policy or a hit? Uh-huh. No, no, policy. <laughs> like as in, always if, in America, if, you can in the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if we're married, I could. Could I buy life insurance for my wife oh, and pay for it? You might. I don't know. Like as a present. But but without yeah. a, like, I would imagine even that they know. I, know. I would no, imagine that they would have to sign off yeah. on it. But if it's their life, it doesn't affect them after they're dead. Yeah. I don't know. So I just do it. I wear the cost. I obviously do not murder her, but it's there. I reckon there would be a murder clause if you... (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's the first first clause in it. (laughs) But like, yeah. Can you get life insurance insurance for someone else? Uh, Because it's my... She's my... Like, the same thing for her, like... Do I have it's to actually sign got, it? You know what comes up most? Can you get life insurance for a parent? No. Or a pet? Uh, under a joint policy. So you can get joint in policy. The sum insures amount for each partner can be different. So couples can, taking out a single uh, life insurance. So I can't. you can't get one on someone else without them signing off on it? No. So No, you can, but you just have to do a couple's one. Yeah, right. Right. So I'd insure, I, if it was to say we up. had separate accounts... I could insure her, yeah. but I'd have to pay for me and for her. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, but you have to have two things, insurable interest and the person's. Oh, no, the person's cooperation. Yeah, that's yeah, that's probably it. But if the person didn't have to foot the bill, they probably wouldn't mind. Oh, that's America, though. I think you so, would question why someone was doing it. Well, it might be, say, if it was your partner and they maybe they were like, oh, I don't want it, it's a waste of money, so you do it on the side without telling them because it's important to you, but you didn't want to argue about it. Yeah. But whereas yeah. it would be weird if, say, I took one out on you, no. Stav. So they're saying that yeah, here you would. could take one out saying, hey, we have a joint mortgage, yeah. so we would like to have a couple insurance, yeah. and yeah. you can take out the policy because you both got a couple, yeah. and I don't know if the person 100% needs to sign off on it. Right. So there it, you go, so yes. Because it'd almost be like gambling then, wouldn't it? Yes. You just pick random people to insure. <laughs> and pays up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great game I want to play. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. People do, Monopoly. Do you Who are you going to go to first? Yeah? Yeah, Who are you going to go to first? I don't know. Well, would you just... <laughs> would you go to your mum and just say, oh, I care yeah. about you? 
Three heart attacks. <laughs> but no, Mo, maybe she's not. Maybe three heart attacks, she's still yeah. here. Yeah. And the, yeah. it's a big gamble because you'd have to say she's had three heart attacks, so the cost would be high to insure oh, her. Yes. But the return. What a great gambling thing. I think we're on to something here. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. The Deadpool. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so the, the Deadpool bit. pool. The Deadpool <laughs> pool. Uh. Uh. Uh, hey, uh, Trent Smith, you don't know this, but Stav Davidson uh, in Brisbane <laughs> has just taken a policy out on you. Imagine the ads. And if they fall down the steps but don't die, we'll give you half of your money back. <laughs> <laughs> if they manage to be revived, we won't pay out. Wow. I really like this idea. Imagine that. You're really taking this on board a bit too much. I don't know. There's a business in it, I reckon. Uh, it's always the number one question is, are you a smoker? Yep. Yeah. Did you lie on yours? Ooh. No, I'm not a smoker. <laughs> do you have a photo of me smoking? I do. No, you don't. Photoshop these days. Really? <laughs> do you, have, you don't have life insurance, do you? I don't think so. <laughs> you might have it in your super. Someone, some people have some bits of it. Yeah. But mine, mine uh, had to get double, triple checked because I am a, a mountain bike rider. Oh, really? really? Yeah, and they ask you if you do extreme sports. Extreme sports. Oh, so I'd have to say yes now, too. Yeah, because he's got the what? BMX. Yeah, he saw me going sick on the pump track I don't yesterday. Think you, yeah. you didn't see me. It was pretty sick, wasn't it? Do it you was think he needs to put that on his sick. life insurance that he goes to the BMX track? I've already done it for him. Because <laughs> you've taken out a policy for him. <laughs> After jump seeing him on the BMX. <laughs> All right, let's get into the podcast. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. I had to pop off uh, early yesterday. Thank you for allowing me to do that because I had to go see a specialist. Mm. Specialist, that's never good. If if you get referred to a specialist, everyone's like, (gasps) a real serious matter. (laughs) I always ask for a specialist. You you love a good doctor. I I feel like I'm rude to the GPs. Sorry. (laughs) Is there a specialist in that field? Sorry. (laughs) You didn't narrow it down. You you know too much about everything. I want a specific Uh, laser beam. You do this now. Listen. Champ, <laughs> can, can I get a real those doctor? Guys that went to doctor like medical school for four years extra than you. <laughs> no, no, no. Are, are, are you okay? Am I okay? Uh, so I mean, as a backstory, uh, long-term listeners of the show might have heard my voice change over time. I've got very bad sinus problems, and you can hear it. I think you can hear it really badly, but I don't know if it's. it's I don't bad think you can hear it as bad when you got a cold or it's a little bit snuffly. You can mm. bit nasally, but it's, it's not bit you. Nasally, is this voice your real? voice. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so I went to my doctor and I was like, I'm done. I can't put up with this anymore because it's really painful mm. as well. Like my whole Sinus, head feels like, like oh, it's, kills oh, it's really, really bad. I can't think clearly. It's it's terrible. And I've had it for like years and years. So I've been going through my history, like even back in high school. I, I, used to, I went to the dentist once for te- teeth pain and he said, there's nothing wrong with your teeth. It's your sinuses because it's all connected. Your, your um, skull's a big hole and it's all connected. feels like your feet, teeth are falling out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so I went to the specialist, got a CAT scan the week before, went to the specialist, he showed me the CAT scan, which was really interesting. He showed me a normal person's CAT scan as opposed to mine, and a normal person's one has all um, black here, which is air, which is empty. Yeah. Uh, and in, your, in your nasal passage. In your cheekbones and all that sort of area, and yeah. it's all there's lots of air there. Yeah. Mine, none. Completely full. Full mm. of gunk. Full of stuff. Full of gunk, polyps. There's polyps everywhere. Polyps are are they uh, muscle like are they bone growth? Uh, muscle growth. Because so you can like, get them anywhere. Polyps anywhere yeah. in your body. Yeah, I've yeah. got them on my arms. Yeah. Well, I had to get them removed <laughs> inside. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're not laser them off. Yeah. So uh, went to see him. He showed me. He said, yeah, you've definitely got stuff, which I was really happy for. So the worst thing that could have happened is if I went there and he said, there's nothing we can do. So I was actually like gunning for something. It's like going to the doctor with a cold and he says you don't need antibiotics and you yeah. leave annoyed. Yeah. Like, you never want- got over that day, did you? <laughs> I, I yeah. wanted to have a really bad infection, <laughs> so I had something to take. So is yeah. he going to do surgery? So I got some uh, I got some stuff. So here's here's what I have to do. Here's, here's uh, my prescription. Here's mm. one prescription. Here's oh, I love looking another at drugs. prescription. Here's another prescription. Are they repeats? Here's another prescription. They're all different drugs. Here's another prescription. So I'm the Walter White of Hit 105. Oh, well, you can't travel to Canada at Christmas anymore. <laughs> I You're going to need like I 58 would, would, letters. You know how America checks everything when you get your visas? I'd stop going on about this. Someone, <laughs> someone pointed that out. Uh, so, so what I've are they? Like a... Five prescriptions. One of the, uh, They're all nasal like steroids stuff. steroids and yeah. Oh, he said a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you do you know, know what I like about these? Yeah. They say wafers. <laughs> wafers. Wafers. Yeah. Uh, so the deal is I have, what I have is um, chronic sinusitis coupled with polyps uh, and also asthma. Mm. And he said, uh, it's very rare. Only 7% of the population have it. And I was like, sweet, I'm special. Oh, look at yeah. you. Yeah. Anyway, no, you're not that special. I've treated like three people today with this thing. So, well, you just told me oh. 7%. Well, that doesn't, yeah. that doesn't seem accurate, does it? Yeah. Well, maybe they're... It is the season because a lot of it can be affected by hay fever and stuff. Yeah, right. So, so when they clear out your gunk and your polyps, mm. you could have a whole new voice. It doesn't change your voice, though. We're like, hello, welcome to Hit 105. Yeah. No, it, uh, <laughs> but he'll be less, he'll be less like, oh. like this is me yeah. with no air coming through my nose. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I don't, that's me. With, is that, <laughs> that much different? This, yeah, yeah a little me bit. With the, but that's what I sound like when it's bad. I sound like this. It's actually what I do yeah. sound like. Um, so you don't get to have surgery? Well, he thinks that I should. Oh, yeah. Do it. Yeah, yeah. well, that, that's the thing. I can't at the moment because it's uh, it's day surgery, general anesthetic. Yeah. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> day, day's not Anyone? that sweet. What? Why can't you stay do an overnighter? Yeah. You don't I'm, want a day. I've only been wanna... once. I can't ask if I can sleep over. No, you can. No, can you? I'd say, say, look, yeah. hey, you know what? Yeah. There's there's asthma at home. It's allergies. I need to stay. Mm. Or you know, when you wa- when you wake up in the day surgery part, yeah. tell them you feel really sick. Yeah, because people and don't give you as much you. sympathy if you have day surgery. <laughs> right. Do you know day surgery right. is like I'm just popping in, getting a little bit of a procedure, but overnight sounds more legit. Okay, well I'll, I'll get to get. But then it's uh, it's a two week recovery, like off work, uh, and then uh, I can't fly uh, for six weeks. After that, too. So uh, I can't take two weeks off here. I'd miss you guys too much. Of course, and naturally. Let's, let's be honest. Uh, you couldn't live without me. Uh, and um, I'm going to um, America for Christmas holidays, too. So the plan is I'm going to take all my... Medication? Many, many, many drugs uh, up until holidays. Uh, I'll go to New York, come back, and I'll cut this fat bastard open. I don't think they cut you open. Don't they get a scraper? <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, stand by to see what happens. <laughs> well, we can we can film it if you want. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, they scrape yeah. it. Do they? Yeah, yeah they, they put it up through your nose at it and just. Why do you sound so because excited? Because I love about watching it. surgeries. I'm Stab sorry. Abby and Matt. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. Can you make a headline ring? You can ask us anything. 13, 10, 60, you can talk about anything you want. Stav was just saying that he needs to have sinus sur- um, surgery for polyps, and so many people have had to have it done as well. Oh, that's uh, comforting. Mel in Debing Heights, you've had uh, sinus surgery? <laughs> no, actually it was my sister. Ah. She had it about four weeks ago, and well, you're in for a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> what, what happened to her? She's 
been sending me photos of what she's been blowing out for the last oh. four weeks, and it is disgusting. Oh. Well, I guess because it's been up there for so long. Oh, yeah. yeah. What was, she, was yeah. up there, like a Lego piece no, it would be or like something? mucus and blood <laughs> and stuff, I'm yeah. guessing, Mel. Sorry? Is it like mucus and blood and... Yeah. 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 Lots, can, lots can, and lots. Can she talk yet? She's still really nasally, but it's getting better. Okay. I think I almost want you to do it when we are on air. Mm. Because then you come back and you you like your voice is going to be all funky and every day will be like, is, what's it going to sound like Does he say that your like voice today? changes? Did he say that? No, but I imagine if you're playing around in there, it would. It's not your voice box. No, that's true. Yeah. You, you might sound like um, the the alien from The Masked Singer. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be all... <laughs> but I reckon you do it when we're still on air. Well, I'll be... When I come back, it'll just be two weeks after the operation, so... Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you'll still get to enjoy my misery. <laughs> no, not that. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't give me as much sympathy for my ankle, all right? So. No, I didn't give you any. No. Mm. <laughs> hey, Beth, you're on the air with us. What do you want to chat about? Oh, excellent. Good morning, guys. Hey. I'd like to talk about the crazy petrol prices that's going on at the moment. Oh. Like, highest in 11 years. Yeah. Yes. I saw it at 170. Oh, lucky. I'm looking at it now, and it's 190. Where are you? I'm at 7-Eleven in Boondalk. Right. Wow! Holy yeah! Hell. I didn't. I, we filled up last week. You know, it's like fill up now, and you're like, oh, that worked for me. Let's um, go. You know why though? Obviously, there's the stuff that uh, has been going on with the attack on the oil ro- refinery, but and it's also a long weekend. School holidays coming back. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So wow. <sighs> if it hits two, what if it hits two bucks a liter? That's just end time. Means I'm walking to work. See, we say that, but we won't. No. Nah. <laughs> Good on you, Beth. Uh, Oriana in Fernie Grove. Morning, Oriana. Morning. What's up? How are you? Good. Um, yeah, so I, I started a job at Dentorana, so dentist, mm-hmm. and um, we've had two snakes living in our rooms recently. Um, a patient walks in, sits down in the chair, looks up and <gasps> says, is that meant to be there? And there was no. a snake in the light. Isn't that the best? Oh, that's, that's like yeah. people's and two then, greatest fears yep, combined. Oh I'm at the dentist and there's a snake. Wow. I know. <laughs> wow. And then yesterday, um, one of my co-workers, Q, heard a thud in the roof. And so we called the snake man and they pulled out about a two-meter-long carpet python wow. from the roof as well. And it had actually peed the day before on the through the roof onto uh, our work folder. Oh, <laughs> yes, because it would be leaking. My God. What did the yeah. patient do? Did they calmly walk out? I wasn't there that day, but yeah, um, they just, we quickly got them out the room and yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that the world is so messed up these days with the stuff that we do that there was even a chance that that patient thought that it was meant to be there. Is that a pet? Yeah, oh, I look, know. <laughs> that's a funky design idea. It's really, really stepped yeah. it up. Wow. <laughs> I don't mind snakes. Yeah, I don't mind snakes. What's that? Yeah. my nephew's got one. Not the not the bitey ones. Oh. See, carpet pythons, they don't poison you, do they? No, no, no. they constrict. Yeah, yeah no. Oh, that's not okay. like a black adder or something. What are they? Oh, black black adder? Yeah, they're the most that's dangerous. That's a Robert Atkinson No, or what's, well, no, what's the one that's the most the black dangerous? Black mumba or the brown snake here. Red, yeah. Yeah. Red belly black. Red belly black. Yeah, you got those two. Would yeah. you rather mm. be bitten and poisoned by one mm. or would you rather be constricted by one? Oh, I'm going with the poison. Thank you. Uh, I'm going with constricted. Yeah? 
because I reckon I'd be able to get to a knife and cut it off or something. Oh, really? Because you're never sure if they're going to have the right anti-venom where you're headed. Well, my sister-in-law got bitten by a snake as she was baking a cake because yeah. they live up in Darwin, yeah. and she didn't know if it was the pet snake that they have or another one. She's like, oh, bugger me. So she drove herself to hospital and that, no, that was a poisonous one. You did the right thing. Right. Well, well you, could, you couldn't cut the pet off, could you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. What's that sound? Hit 105's $50,000 secret sound. $50,000. It's not money that is, you know, kind of good to win. It's not like when you punch out $50 here on Melbourne Cup. This is going to change your life. It is a house deposit. It is that holiday that you never thought you'd be able to take your family on. It might even be an entire year off work. Oh, whatever you want to do with it. Mm. I just like seeing it in the bank account. Yeah. Oh, you'd print out a lot of ATM receipts. Frame them. They Yeah. Uh, This is the $50,000 secret sound. Abby knows the answer. Mm. Here we go. So does Nathan in Parkridge, or at least he thinks he does. Morning, Nathan. Morning. All right, you're pretty confident about this? Yes. And if you win, you're off on a holiday. Yeah. Oh, you sound He's nervous, Nathan. All right, so the clues so far are hands, rip, and I recorded it in the car. Here we go. I'll play, um, play it to you one more time, champ. Here we go. What's that sound? $50,000, Nathan. What do you think it is? Um, ripping the clear plastic off the front of a Matchbox car. What number Matchbox car? We have to be specific. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm joking. Ripping the, pla- the front plastic bit. Off a Matchbox car. Say it one more time. But a little bit slower, Nathan. You're very ripping nervous. The pl- ripping the pl- uh, plastic off the front of a matchbox car. Oh. Nah, I'm reading the room here, mate. Maddie, Maddie can read the room, he thinks. <laughs> he thinks we're getting close to it. What are you reading now, Matt? Nah, I think he's gone a bit too far off the room. The vibe of the room. Uh, I mean, and I could be wrong. It's not often, Nathan. No, no you can't be because you can read a room. Sorry, Nathan, that's not it. <laughs> Sorry, hon. Sorry, it's the first time he's ever been out of read a room. Sorry. Thank you. You sounded confident, though, buddy. You were quick to get it out. Ugh. I've been trying all morning. Oh, oh Nathan, I'm sorry. I'm... Maybe it's... I should give another clue. Well, don't we normally Fridays, no. don't we? Next week. Next, Next Tuesday. Next Monday. Oh, Tuesday. Tuesday, I'm going to give a clue. Tuesday, Tuesday. clues D. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Homeownership. They call it the Great Australian Dream, and it provides a vital asset for thousands of Australian families. Yes, it does, but when you like avocados, it's really hard to get. Oh, uh, avocados are quite cheap now. They are cheap. That, yeah. That's an old saying. Sorry about that. I'll yeah. have to update it. When you want to get... Hey, how's this? $10 yeah. coffees here in Brisbane. Did you guys see that? No. $10 coffees. We're in the wrong beers. That's what they're charging. They're saying it's the highest in the, the country, but they're the best. Is that a bucket? I don't know. Uh, a friend no. of mine just sent me from Melbourne saying, this is an outrage, how do you live here? <laughs> it's the syrups. You know when you see someone oh, yeah. order up and they go, I'll have three yeah. caramel syrup shots. You're like, you're, you're either rich <laughs> or you've got no children. Maybe it's their one outing for, yeah. the, for the month. But this is a bit of a strange one with trying to get a, a home because it is hard to save up that deposit. Interest rates are an all-time low. And, I, mm. and people go, yay. Yeah, but cool, you still need the deposit. That's a hard part yeah. for it. And people say they're getting rejected by the banks because they don't have genuine savings for a lot of different reasons. Mm -hmm. But this is one that surprised me because Bank of Queensland, they're a smaller uh, bank, and they say they need to review their home loans quite often to Mm -hmm. make sure that they don't do risk. They don't loan to people that aren't going to be able to pay it back. But they've said that uh, they're refusing to lend money to people that work in gun shops. Gun shops? Gun shops. 
declaring that, like prostitution, it could be associated with criminal enterprise. Now, Are you really, the people you want to annoy. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think if you work at a gun shop, then it's it's legal if you have a license. Yes. So it seems a bit of a strange one, but they're saying that industry is more likely to be associated with criminals. So we also don't do it for the um, the adult entertainment business, mm-hmm. and we don't do it for any online gambling businesses. Okay. They're the ones that they have associated with more risk, and they're like, sorry, can't do. But I would have thought adult entertainers as well, there's always demand for that. So there's, an, there's a pretty sure income. But only for on a limited one. time span. Yeah. But it's the same as us on radio. You know, we're not going to be here when we. Maybe. <laughs> hey, yeah. Well, I'm guessing they're meaning a lot of like uh, mass, massage parlors <laughs> with rear entrances, things like that. <clears throat> they're like too much risk. Uh, I, you can kind of see that, but the gunshot one is kind of weird. That's just working in retail, isn't it? Well, they're saying even if they sell to farmers, it is a weird one. Where is there a gun shop? There used to be one at Red Hill. There must um, be one at like at Belmont at Chandler where they yeah, do the, the rifle the rifle range out range. there. Probably and that was where the um, Commonwealth Games yeah. rifle were. Getting a home line's all about tricks these days, anyway. Well, I shouldn't say because mm, you should do it legit. But I, I, we had to get a home line when I was eight months pregnant, yeah. and it's hard to get because. They always go, oh, well, you're going on maternity leave, so yeah. you can't take your... Circumstances against Yeah, you. and I was like, no, I'm not going to. And they're like, no, everybody does. And I was like, oh, okay, no worries. You went in with a bucket of fried chicken and just ate it in front of them. Like, <laughs> I am not pregnant. <laughs> no. And a, and a bottle of wine. No, you, you, you did that thing that they do when an actor on a TV show gets pregnant and you're not supposed to know where you went and put a bag in front of you the whole time or she's only shot from behind the couch and you never actually see her stand we up. We got the mobile lender to come to our house and I sat down under the table the Soldier. whole time. Ah, Soldier. good one. Yeah. Yeah. Did you want a drink? My husband will get it for you. (laughs) I was told by a loans broker when Mm. we got our first home loan, and they said, do you want a a credit card with the bank, through with the home loan? Mm. And I said, no, I've already got a credit card. He said, oh, it'll get processed faster if you take the credit card because they They see you as a more valuable customer. Take the credit card. He said, then just cancel it. Yeah. So I don't know if that hack still works, but he was very adamant, like, I'm telling you, he said, I bet you get the credit card, it'll be done in three days. And also, that guy got commission for the credit card. Oh. Ah, right. Uh, well, I was related to him, so... Well, he's still got the... Yeah. He's your relative, so you uh, can understand the dodginess. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I appreciate I that. I understand what you're doing to me here, but... I just want to know, on 131060, loan hacks. How did you get the loan over the line? Because it is all about that these days. Well, people hard. were saying that you need to have a genuine savings, so even if you were going to get a gift... Imagine if you got uh, inheritance. $50,000 from the secretary. Yes. But you we you would have to ask, can I get it paid in instalments over three months to show that it's sort of an income? Uh, we'll do that for you if you win the secret sound. Yeah, we'll do anything for Okay. You. Pop it into my account. Oh, God. And then oh. I'll drip feed it to you. Yep. His whole family's legit. Yeah, aren't they? <laughs> There's only two of us that are dodgy. That you know of. Exactly. <laughs> the other ones are just better at it than you. Uh, yeah, yeah they, they don't broadcast to all of Brisbane. Here's all my activities. Uh, 131060, what are the little hacks? What are the things that you did or you were told that you knew would help get your loan across the line? It, maybe even car loans and stuff. Yeah, any let's loan. Not, let's not go mm, yeah. uh, all home. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. But a bit of a strange one. Bank of Queensland are saying that they refuse to credit people who are employed in legal gun shops. That's one place where they go, too much risk. What about the illegal ones? Are they okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. They've made assumptions saying that that would be an, a place where most questionable transactions would occur. They believe that criminal activities happens there. 
Getting a home Not loan... Not to everyone, but just some. Some. <laughs> getting a home loan now, though, is... Uh, it's it's all about how you know to work the system. Oh, you don't rock up looking like trash, do you? Like, you no. try and be like, oh, yes, we've got so much money. We don't even need this. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure, we'll take the loan. <laughs> get a hire suit, you know, um, all sorts of dodgy stuff. But Corinne and Nanda, we are asking how you got your loan across the line. Um, what did you do? I um I asked for a four hundred dollar loan to um take the group after a funeral down to the RSL. Uh-huh. They told me that um the, the more I asked for, the more likely it would go that it would be approved. I ended up getting a thousand dollar loan. Oh, because oh. they want it right, and you didn't need the thousand, but I bet you spent it, didn't you? Oh, of course we did. Because yeah. <laughs> to them, the profit on a four hundred dollar loan wasn't worth, worth their it. time. That's, I think that's that's what I put it down to, yeah. Wow. And was that one of those, um, like, uh, sh- short-term funding things? Like, you know, you see Wallet Wizard and General stuff? General Electric. Yeah. Yeah, it was um, money, money three. Right. right. The, the interest high rates interest are crazy. Rates, yeah. Mm. Um, and, yeah, the, you know, the interest on there is heaps more than yeah. You'd get at a bank, and you wouldn't get one from a bank. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, the reason's a bit hard, you know. I mean, I understand the grieving process. Yeah. But how often when you say you want to go with a big group for drinks, don't stamp it for whatever reason yeah. it might be. Hey, Mervyn Ipswich, how'd you get your loan across the line? Hey guys, love the show. Thank um, you, son. No worries. Uh, yeah, so um, we're just. Been in the position where uh, change of uh, you know uh, housing uh, living living conditions and just decided that we needed to get into the market. So uh, broker advice, uh, getting a good getting a good broker, not having the twenty percent, but you know having a good job history and uh, you know uh, continuous saving, just drip feeding a little bit. Mm. Got us cross the line, yeah. Because brokers are good because they know what to say to the banks. You know, and they're like, yeah. oh, don't, don't put that one through. I'll make sure that credit card's yeah. paid off. We're going to close this one. So they just know. Don't mention the gun shop. <laughs> yeah, because you didn't have 20%. Is that what you're saying? You didn't have the proper deposit, so you got all the other stuff together. Yeah, no, we didn't have the 20% uh, with, you know, a couple of kids and, uh, you know, lost pretty hectic. So yeah. just just little bits of, at least we have the 5%, but then you need to be able to pay have the money in there for the uh, lender's insurance. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. That's a good one. I also um, emancipated myself from all my children when I got my home loan, so signed them back up afterwards. Can you do that? I thought they could only emancipate themselves from you. Nah, it's, nah. it's 2019, Two-way street. Mate. <laughs> Two-way street. <laughs> Otherwise, hey, Rory, I'm putting up for adoption. But yeah. anyway, uh, Danielle and Strathpine. It's so much nicer to say emancipate. How did you get a, how did you get a loan over the line? Morning, guys. Hey, so um, we're accountants, so we know all the tricks of the trade. Right. <laughs> and what we did is we had my mother-in-law sign over half her house to us. So when we went for the loan, this six hundred thousand plus house looked like we owned half of it. So we had like a three hundred and twenty thousand dollar asset. Oh. So then you could use the equity in it. Yes, and then in twelve months' time, we just signed the house back to her. So it's just like a title, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's yeah. just a tidal transfer, and it costs you nothing to do it. It's free to do, but it gets you over the line. Right. Yeah, right. Is that akin to going guarantor? No, that's very different. Guarantor very, means very that different. if you yeah. don't pay your loan, then they're allowed to take the thing. But this, like, I think the transfer these days is about $87. But if, just um, off the top of my head. But if Danielle didn't pay her mortgage, wouldn't they take half the house that's in her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, nice. because yeah. we because we paid it. We made sure we paid it every, you know, yeah. all the time for twelve months. Well, yeah, not yeah, missing anything. Well, we've yeah. never missed anything. But no, if you did it, Mum would have to come up with that month's worth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we didn't miss anything. But you've got your um, first home buyer's grant coming in now. Yeah, that gets deposited into your bank account. It doesn't go off your loan. So if you can get someone to lend you fifteen thousand dollars when you get your first home buyer's grant, you just pay them back. Mm. Hey, Stab, can I have Stab's 15 bank. grand? I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Why? Because hey, you're like... I'm the only one with one, only one property out of ours three. No, I've only, no, got, one. He's only got one. Yeah, and you're the most responsible. Mine's just mortgaged up to my eyeballs. I know, if we you... were playing Monopoly, you'd be in a world of hurt. Yeah, he stresses about me because yeah. I mine, I don't own anything. But you're, you're, you're like committed to paying it off. That's mm. why we like Stab's bank. We've done Live for Free where we gave away a house and land package. Why don't we do Kind of Live for Free where you give someone half your house for 12 months... And so they can get their own home. Yeah. Yep. No. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? I don't think middle child syndrome was an issue or a real thing until I had a middle child. <laughs> and Jagger, he's a beautiful little boy. But? <laughs> but you hang that, you, you, you've hung out with him? Yeah, he's a champion. But? He, He's um he's gorgeous. He just likes he's uh he's gonna you know when you just feel like you just you have to meet the principal now ah, before right. he starts school because we're yeah. gonna be seeing him a lot. He's, he's street smart because he's a fighter. No 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 he is he, though. No yeah well he does he is yeah. rough and tumble but he's not gonna be the kid in the books. He's gonna be the one who's able to uh, read situations. You want him to have you back. Yeah mm. and as I said to you, said to you. Mm. Um, you said, oh, he's going to have trouble with friends. I said, no, everyone needs a friend who can fight for them in the playground. Oh, yeah. He's going to have hundreds of friends. Yep. He found a new friend. Right. He did have an issue with punching him after that we're dealing with. Um, but he found a new friend when we went camping, and they're off on their scooters, the little scooter boys going all around the place, and you just let them go. They come back eventually. Great. And he came back, and he had uh, what he was calling maps. So they've gone to the front ca- uh, like kiosk mm-hmm. of the camping place we stayed at, and had collected brochures, and they were calling in their maps. Okay. And then one of the little boys had uh, some Mentos's, a packet. Right. So where'd you get those from? He goes, got them. Chop. I said, no, you didn't, because you didn't have any money. They said, we bought them with my own money, is oh. what Jagger said. Side hustle. You don't have any of your own money. No side How'd you get them? And he goes, I don't know where he got them from. And was just sort of pointing at him. Poor little Jacob, sweet little boy, was holding them. And I was like, I know my son. Show me your pockets, Jagger. Jagger also had them, and I'm guessing it was his idea to go and steal them. And I was like, well, I need to do what my parents would have done and scoot them back. So I scooted back, and I was like, boys, you're going to have to give them back, and you're going to have to apologise. Yes. So they put them back with a little bit of hesitation, said, can we buy them later? I was like, that's not good parenting. No, no, no no way. No. Sure, no. Uh, And then I said to the guy, I said, excuse me, the boys have something to say to you. And they're like, sorry... And the guy just went, oh, what happened? I said, well, they were so naughty, they've stolen it. And I was expecting that we would engage mm. in a role-play thing of, boys, I should call the police on yes. you, but you don't ever do that again. He was like, okay. Oh. So you are so disappointed in them, aren't you? He goes, mm-hmm. Sure. 
you know what he was? A casual. <laughs> he was. He was. He, he yeah. didn't care. He nah. wasn't. He was the manager. Nah. Really? Yeah. Not the owner. <laughs> not the. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because yeah, you want maybe that. He was that's just been... sick of it. He's like, I'm not. I think it was more like, I'm not involved in your parenting. You do whatever you want to do with it. But that's how you stop people from stealing again. I know. But maybe I caught him off guard. I don't know. Because that's been going back for generation after generation. That old chestnut. Yes. You always make them go back. Yes. That person acts hmm. like bad cop. Hmm. I, I, I would love to hear the stories of when parents have taken their kids into the police station. Because mm. I reckon every you police did, station... Well, I got in trouble out when I was out as a teenager and um, the police took my details and I had to go into the police station with my mum. Oh, so that was a forced one. I thought your mum just took you as a bit of a warning. No, but what happened was is I didn't realise. They go, right, oh, you wait in there. We're going to come in and talk to you. I was just out teenage drinking naughtily and I didn't realise that they get your parent in first and they sit them down and they say now listen I'm going to go off my nut here you say this and then I'll say this Mm. and then we'll make it seem like you're going to be in big trouble can I taser him (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. my mum would have said yes Uh. and then I go in then there's nothing that they could do to me Mm. but what they do is they say to the parent you're going to you're going to really like pretend like you're crying and stuff And I, yeah, I freaked out. That's great. See, that's the role-playing I want. I can't take Jagger there because he wants to be a police so he can punch bad people. Right. Would you have preferred, though, that he stole the lollies or that he stole money out of your wallet to go buy the lollies? Well, he has had an issue with stealing stealing money. So we keep them up high. Yes. Teach him how to crack safes. This guy could be a... Like we said, street smart. He yeah. needs his other brother for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll be a perfect time no, no, I'm dealing with that. I'm, I'm working on my yeah. parenting. I'm working on it. Finney um, in the van, Jagger in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> Say it just takes it takes a village to raise a child. So I just thought we're all role playing yeah. together. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. He should have definitely been on board with that. Thirteen, ten, sixty. Have you ever had to do this? Have your kids stolen something, or you know, gone with it outside the law, and you've had to go back to the shop, or if you've gone to the police station? Oh, I would love to hear to um, hear from a police officer that have had kids come in. Oh, and do you players? have this whole all right, Here here's we go. the act? Yeah. Are you the kid are you the kitty cop? You're the guy who gets all the kids come in. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on hit 105. What you gonna do? Look, I've brought my kids up all the same. The first one never does anything wrong. The second one, <laughs> uh, he's turning five, and unfortunately, he uh, took some lollies from the kiosk when we were camping, and I made him give it back. And I apologised to the guy, and I was expecting this big role play, mm-hmm. but the guy just did nothing. So I was a bit like, eh. yeah, lesson eh. not learnt there. Huh. What did you want him to do? Like, pull out like a, really angry. Do the parenting for me. Get a baseball bat out and be like, yeah. next time. No, you just guys like, are I'm, I was actually going to call the police. Yeah. You know, do that. And I just want to know, 13, 10, 60, what did your parents do when they found out you stole something? Shane and McGregor. Shane, what did your parents do when you stole? Oh, mate, I was, um, I was in grade two when I rode to school and took something on the way to school. But by the time I got home from school, my parents had organised everything. And I got home from school and my mum asked me, had I been a good boy at school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the police are coming down to talk to you. And, and next thing I know, I'm handcuffed and in the back of a paddy wagon, taken down to the police station. Wow. Um, interviewed. Yep. Fingerprinted. Yep. 
showing it, and I'm, I am bawling my eyes out by now. I'm crying and saying, where's my dad? I know the big detectives in town. I'm saying, where are they? I need my phone and, call. <laughs> yeah, and they wouldn't say anything. I had these young fellas do it, Emily, and I was put into a jail cell after my fingerprints were taken, and there was a, an alcoholic in the jail cell, and he said, what are you here for? I said, I stole my 10 cents worth of lollies. I took the bag of lollies. And, you know, and he was saying, oh, mate, you shouldn't do that. You know, And I asked him what he thought. He said, oh, I'm just an alcoholic. I'm always in here. You know, and, and then felt like a long time, but, you know, then later in walks Dad and says, come on outside. You know, then all the people I knew were there. Mm. And they took me outside and, yeah, and uh, ever since then, never stole. And it all popped up because when my 18th birthday turned around, uh, here comes the uh, video of me getting interviewed oh! at a police station. <laughs> oh, Brilliant. my God, Shane. So Brilliant. good. That is epic. That is the greatest. Do you reckon the alcoholic well, was a stooge as well? Do you reckon he was like a plain closer? No, I reckon he probably would have been yeah. there just going, don't yeah. do it. I've been that drinking on the job epic. all day. I'm your man. Oh, I've got to lift my game. <laughs> Brittany, uh, you're, you're a retail worker. Parents always try to get you involved. Yes, I was a manager of a retail store and kids used to always steal bits and pieces, but we were actually good friends with security in the centre. Right. So when they came in, we would always call security as well as tell them off. So then they'd get a little interview with security about it and they'd have to write down their details and it would just scare the kids so much. But yes. we actually had a parent come back with some chocolate for us to say thank you. Wow. Oh, I would do the same. That is so good. Yeah. There's a business in this. Yeah, scaring your kids yeah. straight. Oh, no. <laughs> you guys are going to do good cop versus bad cop. Stabbing Matt. Who's good cop? I don't know, you can be whatever. You're we'll, definitely, oh, I don't know. Depends mm. on what day. What's your mood like, boys? Yeah, well, we can mix it up. Okay. Now, this, you know a call's going to be good when they're anonymous. Oh, okay. Anonymous, what's your story when uh, kids used good to steal? Morning. <laughs> uh, good morning. I had um, seven children, so a blended family, and I was in the police force, so a police officer. Well, so um, we've got a bit of a bad line here, so you can just clearly. jiggle your phone a bit. I'll, I'll move. There yeah. we go. Okay. Can you hear now? Yes. yes. Um, I'm an ex-police officer, so I had seven children. We had a blended family and um, took my children in several times. I had a son that stole from my bedroom, so I took him in and put him in the cell for a few hours while I did a bit of uh, work in the office. Wow. <laughs> and then another time I had one of the kids engrave the fridge, so I matched the writing with their homework, and then I got my police fingerprint friends around, the forensic guys, and then I took them in and did their fingerprints to find out, you know, which one did the engraving on the fridge. <laughs> And then another time we had something broken in the house and they all lied about it. So I took them into the police station and hooked them up to what was the breathalyzer, but they thought it was the lie detector machine. Oh, my God. That is brilliant. I love That's it. Brilliant. God, the perks of being a police officer, huh? It was great. Yeah. So good. I've actually told my son that we have video cameras in our downlights at home. So oh whenever whenever he lies to me, I say, I'll check the, the cameras. Is that 17-year-old? Or? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, younger, my younger brother stole stuff when he was younger because he was being bullied, and my mum made him take it all back and then did community service in the shop for two months. Wow. A few months? Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. We're going to lift that yeah. game. Yeah, I'm definitely going to lift my game. Yeah, yeah break his fingers. You're going to see the squad over <laughs> at my house tonight. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Alpha Bucks. We will play tomorrow. It'll be Friday the 4th of October. Your letter, if you want to practice, is I for Igloo. Ride Like a Girl. The heartwarming true story of Michelle Payne. Starring Teresa Palmer and Sam Neill. In cinemas now. Stab Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks.
We give away the answers in the lead up to the game, so the longer you listen to the show, the more chance you have at winning the money. Let's mm. play Alpha Bucks. Tracy in Ipswich, have you been listening to get some of the answers? Hi. Hey. Yes, I got some answers. Oh, good, good. All right. Well, you know that your letter is O for OK. Okay. 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 Don't forget your pass if you can't think quickly, and you get $50 for each correct answer when you get all 10 right. That's when you win the big money. Good luck. All right, thank you. Okay, Trace, your time will start when I finish the first question, which is... Name a colour. Orange. Name something that is hot. Oven. Name a month. October. Name a TV show. Orange is the new back. Name something to do with the beach. Uh, Plus. Name a cooking ingredient. Olive oil. Olive oil. Name a Brisbane suburb. Oxy. Name a male actor. Uh, male actor, uh, pass. Name a, a, a job role. Uh, a Should have put the other lady on, Tracy. Hey. <laughs> He's in uh, the background. A little bit of an echo. Oh, she she did a good job and you did a good job. Uh, $300. $300. Thank you. <laughs> I love all the repeating. Uh, some of the ones that you passed on, I was saying to do with the beach, you could have actually had Ocean and for a male oh, actor, yes. Owen Wilson or Orlando Bloom. Oh, $300. Oh, yes. Well done. Thank you. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. We had a bit of an outing. You know that I get I get on board things and I want everyone to do it as a group. Yes. So I invited the whole team to come along to a class. Remember last time we did aerial yoga? Mm-hmm. You had a you pie, a pie before beforehand. you came. That was annoying. Yeah. Uh, but look, you, everyone was invited, <laughs> but a lot of you couldn't make it yeah, so yesterday. Yeah, come next week. Yeah, so we went um, to uh, Pilates Place near mine, Pilates Place in Camp Hill. Mm-hmm. And I've done a few classes there, but I haven't been committed because I want to... Help my separation in my tummy. Yes, you have separation. Kids. Yeah. And, and can that, I just say it was awkward because that's obviously going to have oh, the chats sorry. about what you're there for. Yeah. I just, no, I mean, I'm comfortable <laughs> with it, but I didn't know where to look. You weren't going, yeah. You're laying on your back. We're talking about pelvic floor. We're yeah. talking about Cables. everything. She was saying, how is it? And you lay down just to check your separation. And she's pulling and her Maddie's pants down and in, pressing on her tummy. And Maddie's just sitting there going, okay. I looked yeah. at the roof at one point. Oh, did you? <laughs> what are, what are you going for? He liked the decor of the place, so he didn't uh, mind looking up. The pastels are nice. He's going for his back. Your back? Yeah, I've got a bad back, huh. you know. So I, I was told that Pilates is a great way to stretch and, and work your back. It's What's your core. Like you need your core because your core is so important. Mm. So Maddie went in there mm. and he was like, he's just going to do a few stretches. The physio had suggested it to him. And like, yeah. we just park in the car park. And he goes, oh, I didn't bring a towel. And I was like, do you know what? I've forgotten. And he's like, yeah, well, we won't really, we won't really do much. We won't really sweat it. You won't really sweat it. It's on a reformer. Like, isn't that just... I've seen it. Oh, it's goodness. arm up, arm down, leg out, I think he's not like going to a calisthenics it or a It sounds like he thinks we're doing the hokey pokey. <laughs> it does. We, turn, we did turn around a couple of times. Right. So the first exercise we're doing, and I was, I was feeling the burn, but I wanted to keep calm under pressure mm. and be like, I've got this. I got it. I'm fine. I look over at Matt at one point, and he is dripping, and it's the only time Matthew over there is silent. Uh, I was embarrassed because I was over-sweating, because <laughs> uh-huh. here I thought we're going for a little stretch at the back, mm. and at one point I looked down on the, the pad thing, and I could actually hear, bloop, bloop. Oh, wow. Bloop, and I didn't have a towel. And but I- Kath, <laughs> who's the instructor there, ran and got one. Kath, how do you reckon uh, Maddie went yesterday? Oh, Maddie, mate, I actually, 
you came in and you were just like, you know, just thought I'd come in for a bit of a stretch and next minute I'm like getting a mop out to literally mop your sweat off the studio. Wow. I, was, I, was, I was trying to do the exercises, grab that, that little hand towel you gave me and wipe yeah. the floor as I went because it was just, I couldn't stop it. Did you drive out yeah. with him or did you drive out in separate cars? Separate cars. Did you stop and get a McDonald's cheeky sneak? Uh, what did you get on no, nothing, because I was also having yesterday a spend no money day. Oh yeah, so, okay. I, right. but I did I did leave hungry. I was going to go past the Macca's drive through, but <laughs> yeah, and there's a bottle shop opposite. Um, Kath, is <laughs> yeah. is that how guys go into it? Because it does feel a little bit like oh, it's a it's a girl's Pilates thing. Hundred percent. Yes, that's exactly what they do. They think that um, they totally underestimate the workout, and um, yeah, they just think that you know girls probably just come along. It's a bit of a you know, I did think it was a gas station. You did think yeah, it was, yeah. 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 But we did. Make... So we're just all hanging around having coffees and chatting and stuff. But um, yeah, no. How do you, what do you think, Maddie? Oh, I'm sore as a. You going again? Always really sore. <laughs> I'm he like, loved it. I've, I've, like I got up this morning and I winced. He, he comes in. He goes, "Are you sore?" And I said, "I'm not too bad." And he goes, "Nah, me neither." Me neither. <laughs> yeah. But he did make the claim. We were saying that we're going to get so buff doing this. He's going to go top off. Fire yeah. Friday life. I'm going to wear a midriff. Yep, yep. He actually made the claim. <laughs> oh, ex- that's not the response, Stav. Stav. <laughs> what? Stav, don't laugh at him. <laughs> you meant to be. Stav, they also said that you would actually be really good at it. We did. So we talked you up. I can't wait to see you next week. Why Why do you think, are they doing that on purpose so that when I'm, I'm not good at it, they can... No, you're good at everything you do. That is, you have never seen You that are. Thing. With physical stuff, you always smash it. It's very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> we said all that when yeah, you yeah. Went right. there. Okay. As I was struggling, I was like, I bet you Steph's going to be great at this, and that's going to annoy the hell out of me. <laughs> right, well, we'll, we'll find oh, out. Oh, the competition is on. <laughs> Want to have a race to the top? Oh, race <laughs> to the tops off? <laughs> Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. Stav, Abby, and Matt. Triple Zero Heroes. Beautiful people. These people are truly amazing that they go to work and they take these calls of uh, people who are in life-threatening situations and they have to remain calm and get information out of people who are so stressed out. And I I just can't imagine what it must be like to hang up your headset at the end of the day Mm. and exhale, Yeah, Yeah. you know? And it's amazing the people that make the calls as well, especially when they're not an adult um, and only nine years of age is um, unbelievable because that's what happened uh, to Safira. Her mum had a seizure and she had to make the phone call. Now, mum, you're listening in right now. Jodie, good morning. Good morning. You haven't heard this call yet, have you? No, I, I haven't. I've been too emotional to listen to the full call. So uh, stay there. We're going to play this to you. This is your amazing nine-year-old daughter calling triple zero while you're having a seizure and she helps keep you alive. Are you ready? Yep. Emergency service. Tell me exactly what happened. Something weird happened to my mum just Thank you. Okay. Are you with her now? How old is she? Uh, my mum's 38. You're doing really well. Is your mum awake? Uh, my mum's eyes are open, but she's happy. And if you call her name, darling, does she look at you? Uh, she does look at me. Good. Is she breathing? She's breathing, but very heavily. Okay. Is she completely alert? What do you mean by completely? Does she respond to you when you talk to her? Mama? Hi. She's not talking, is she, darling? 
She's not talking. Is she changing colour? She's not. No. I've organised paramedics to help you now, so stay on the line and I'm going to tell you exactly what to do next, okay? Okay. What's your name? Cecilia. S-A-F-I-R-A. Cecilia? Safira. Safira. Sorry, darling. I'm having a lot of trouble hearing you. You're doing really well, Safira, okay? Are you right next to Mum? Yes, I'm right next. Okay, is she still breathing? Yes, she's breathing. She can look at me. She can move her arm, but she can't really talk to me. Okay, that's all right. The ambulance crew have marked arrived, and they'll be downstairs. I so have to say, because my mum has, my mum, there's something wrong with my mum's spinal cord, so I don't really know why. Okay, can she normally walk? She can walk, but she can't walk right now. Oh, okay. No, that's all right. So, as I said, I'm going to stay on the line with you. You're doing really well. My mum can sometimes open her eyes, but right now her eyes are closed. Okay, so what I want you to do, Sophia, I want you to put your hand on her chest or her stomach, and we we're going to check the rate of her breathing. So every time you feel her chest rise, I want you to say the word now. Okay. Now. And the next one? Now. And the next one? Now. And one more? Now. You're doing really well, darling. Mum's breathing at a really good rate, okay? Do you let me know if anything changes with her, okay? You let her know that the ambulance crew are there and they won't be far off now. I don't think my mum can listen to me. That's okay. You just talk to her in case she can hear you. So did this all happen quite suddenly? Yeah, this just quite happened suddenly. What were you doing beforehand? She was teaching me about the Spanish flu, and then she started, and then she just flinched and making weird noises, like, and then she just, um, and now she's just laying down. Okay, she's still breathing, sweetheart? Yeah, she's still breathing. You're doing really well, okay? Let me know if anything changes at all. Okay. My mum just got got up. She's gotten up, has she? Yeah, she's just sitting and just staring at something. Okay. She's acting a little bit strange. She's acting strange? She's just like frozen in one spot and she's just like clenching her body. How much more minutes is it going to take for them to come? Uh, they're just trying to get in now, okay, sweetheart. You just stay on the phone with me until they're with you, okay? Okay. You've done really well for your mum, Dal. She'd be so proud of you. Thank you. Is this the first time you've called triple zero? Yeah. Yeah. You're doing really well, okay? Okay. Is that the crew, darling? That's okay. I'll leave you in there, kid. You've done really well, Sophia. All the best. Wow. <laughs> Jody, we're in yeah. here crying. How are you I'm going? Not, I'm very emotional. <laughs> she did an amazing job. Yeah, she did. She did exactly what I taught her to do. Listening to her as well, you know, she's sitting there watching that with you, and she remained calm. She was very mature, spoke beautifully and kindly mm-hmm. to that operator. Very proud. Jodie, you said you you taught her to do it. Had you been sick? No, oh, I've, I've had a few couple of troubles. I've broken my neck and my back. Right. Yeah. And I just taught Sophia from a very young age, you know, being an older mother, just thinking that if something happened and we live alone, 
I put the number and the address near the phone for her to remember and she memorised it and I said, you know, if anyone's acting strangely, abnormal, they can't wake up or they can't get up, um, you ring triple zero and you just follow their directives and tell them what's going on. Smart, and she's exactly that. And so what had actually happened to you, Jodes? We were doing homework one afternoon and out of the blue... Spanish, um, Spanish flu, we did hear that. <laughs> I liked her, her detail. Yes, I did. I remember it quite vividly. I remember before, but and then I, I don't remember until after when they came in the room, the microparamedics, and I was very, very confused. Right. And it was the first seizure I'd ever had in my life. Wow. So yeah. all of that happened when Safira was nine. Um, how old is Safira now? She's 10. Well, hang there one second. When we come back, um, we would love to speak to Safira. She sounds like an amazing young girl and, and we really want to talk to her. Is that okay? Sure, no worries. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Stab Abby and Matt's triple zero heroes. Beautiful people. The operators who take the life-saving calls and dispatch uh, police, fire and ambulance out to people um, for the Triple Zero Heroes. But we're mixing it up this morning. We're celebrating a now 10-year-old. Yes, but she was nine when she made the call about her mum who had a seizure. Have a listen uh, to this little girl, Safira, here. Okay, is she still breathing? Yes, she's breathing. She can look at me. She can move her arm. But she can't really talk to me. Okay, that's all right. The ambulance crew have marked arrived and they'll be downstairs. Safira's on the air now. Good morning. How amazing are you? Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> now, we just heard how calm you were and how how brilliant you were with giving instructions so that the paramedics could come as quickly as possible. Were you so nervous at the time? I was really, really nervous, but I knew that I had to stay calm because freaking out and crying on the floor wasn't going to save my mum. Wow, it's very mature of you. What What did you think had happened to mummy when you saw her fall down? I was so clueless. I didn't know that why she fell down and how she was acting so weird. I just didn't know what she was doing. I bet you've uh, helped out a lot of people at your school um, because a lot of kids would have gone, oh, I need to make sure that I remember the address now. Um, have they? Did the school talk to you about it? And a lot of people say, well done. Yeah, we had this assembly and the principal called me at the front of the school and um, wanted everyone to give me a cup and say... Congratulations. Did you get a certificate? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I got a teddy and I'm, I got a teddy, a medal and a certificate in a frame. Well oh, done. That's good. Did right. you get a day off school as well? <laughs> mm, yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> you did. Did you end up re- learning anything about the Spanish flu? <laughs> yeah, I, I knew it killed quite a lot of people and it was very contagious. Mm. You were um, so calm on the on the phone. Do, do you want to grow up to be a triple O caller taker, or what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to walk. I but I want to work around in scientific uh, field, mm-hmm. and if I don't work around around as a sci- scientific field, I will work as a doctor. Yeah, yeah. Safira. 
I would be so proud to have you as my daughter. You're a very clever young lady and very brave, and um, your mum is very, very lucky to have you. Thank you. You're welcome. I just want to say thank you to all the emergency services for keeping us safe and protecting us. Beautiful. Well said, hon. Well done. Thank you very much and well done on what you did for your mum. You're a triple zero hero. Thanks for chatting. No problem. Thank you. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Uh, Look, it's nice when family come to stay. Is it? It really? No, it is nice. I've got my family up at the moment. My um, mum normally comes up and helps us out and she's brought some visitors with her. So my dad's also come up from Adelaide and they're staying with us. Um, Can I just (laughs) let you know, your dad's not a visitor. He's part of your family. Sure. Mum's come up. Oh, and she's brought a little friend along. Well, my my mum helps out with the kids so much and she's got her own room. So when we when my husband was renovating the house because he's a builder, yeah. he was like, this is Bed's room yeah. and made it out for her. Yes. You know, so, but no one else had a room. It's got a lock and key and chain <laughs> so she can't get away. No. But she's brought up my dad, which is awesome. It's good to spend time with my dad. And my beautiful niece has flown down from Darwin because she's uh, 10 so she can fly by herself uh-huh. because it's school holidays up there. So we've got a full household. So with everyone, that's eight. And then Scott's dad has been caravanning around Australia with his wife because uh, his parents are separated. And uh, and they were supposed to come here months ago. Months ago they were supposed to come, but they didn't make it because she had a knee operation and then the car broke down. Of course. So they had to get the car repaired. So they're finally making it just so happens on the same time that everyone else is here. Where do they arrive? Well... I was really looking forward to this weekend yeah. because you guys, for my birthday, got me a W hotel voucher. Yep. So I was like, well, I'm going to the Lions Championship dinner, so we'll stay there on Friday and Saturday, have a weekend away. Fantastic. Fantastic. My husband's not great at arrangements, right. and he's got a bit of a she'll be right attitude. You guys know him. Mm-hmm. She'll be right. And then I said to him, I was like, well, you know, we really have to find out when your dad's arriving. Because, yeah, he comes here Friday night. <laughs> was this a conversation you had last night? Yeah, last night I said... <laughs> So, what do you, do you, do you, did you know that? Yeah, I spoke to him Friday night. Okay. Um, did you tell him that we're not here this weekend? He goes, now they'll find out when they come. <laughs> so, wait, wait, wait. So, you haven't seen your dad. He hasn't seen his dad, and we haven't for three years, three we realised. For That's three good. years. Wow. Because they live in Adelaide, and we only go there for, and his parents are separated, so to can out Christmases, we haven't been there for three years. Haven't seen them. And he goes... She'll be right. He's trying to make it fall. What what do you mean? I said, so they were going to rock up. They want to spend time with you, and you're going to be away the whole weekend. When are they leaving? He said, Sunday morning. Brilliant. (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) Absolutely brilliant. So hasn't seen them for three years. (laughs) They rock up. Yep. You bugger off. And they spend time with my parents. And then who are are in Adelaide? They could do that at home. So do we cancel the weekend? Yep. Nah. Well, I mean, it depends. Isn't that just like, what's with the thinking? Like, it's like, do I need to take over the arrangements or do I wash my hands of it? Why don't you go? By myself? Yeah, it's his parents. <sighs> You're in a bit of a pickle, aren't you? You're in a dilly of a pickle. See, this is... But then, like, what? they'll find out when they come here. Wouldn't it be communication going, hey, you be better wait to see you? Ring them and say, don't come this weekend, come another weekend. Well, they can't, they can't. they're travelling. touring. Oh, well, that's their fault. Because no. they were meant to come ages ago, they changed the plans... Nah, oh, just ring and ca- you have to ring and cancel. I ca- it's not my it's not my dad. I love him. If you don't, ring but he's not my dad. Then they rock up. They will be at the W Hotel with you and Scotty all the weekend. I don't mind doing that. It just feels okay. a bit weird that they're going to rock up at our house and completely. 
They're just going to spend time with my parents. So what are you going to do? I don't know. See, this is exactly what Scott thought when they rang him on Friday. He didn't know what to do, so he went, I'm just going to let <laughs> it play out. Thing. He washes his hands of everything yeah. and makes me make decisions. That's because you do such a good job oh, of it, huh? don't be like him. If you didn't make I the right decision every time, no, you'll never no, want to. And I'm to. sure this has happened. What has happened is when he does make a decision, you go, no, that's not how no, it's going to I'm happen. stunned at the first decision he's ever made. <gasps> he decided to marry you. No, he didn't. I forced him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he can't did. Help. I no. really don't think he did. I don't. I can't remember one decision he's ever made. Uh, I can. Yes. He decided that we should buy another carton of beer when we were camping. <laughs> he bought that two daiquiris. Yeah. He. That's two decisions he's made right there. So he only makes the alcohol decisions, and that's it. That's right. What a champ. Good luck to you. Just you know what? Just. Uh. Good luck to them all on their own. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. We're grown adults. Mm. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Hold on to your hats, everybody, because something that I'd say a lot of people do, Abby doesn't do this for one very important reason, but uh, something that everybody kind of does doesn't actually work. Have you ever done this, Manny, when you pop open the champers, pop open a bottle of fizzy to celebrate something? You might not finish the bottle, which is why Abby's never done this. I'm out. <laughs> you might well, no, not finish just, the bottle. Because I like to share with friends, yeah. is what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And then, so you put it in the fridge, and to keep the carbonation going, you whack a teaspoon in the top of the bottle. No, see, we don't drink champagne at our house. If I get gifted champagne, I just re-gift it to somebody well, else. Although Hester doesn't drink champagne. No, she does, sorry. Right. She does, but she has an awesome, um, uh, like one of those airproof ones that she puts over the top. Right. Does she? Yes, yeah, she does. Like a stopper. Yeah, like a stopper, but right. a proper one. So right. It's got that little bit of a vacuum one. Well, that's looks good. very expensive. Because the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> We're high rollers. <laughs> no. yeah, looks really good on a bottle of yellow. So, yeah. But it is, it is a... I think that's what she did do, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but is that is that's just a myth that is sort of carried on, isn't it? When well, you learn it doesn't stuff like work. it doesn't work. It doesn't so why work. how did it start? I don't know. But there's a whole bunch of because these things. Because everybody that, that does it. You yeah. can see it when we oh, I have never done it for me, but well, I used to do it when we worked as waitresses. Yeah, right. So at the restaurant they used to always do well, it. Well, at the boat shed one, the high, high the big upper class one. Yes, because if they it. were left open we used to be able to take them. But yeah, yeah. So we sat them just quickly behind. They did that. Because everyone knows that wouldn't hold in the carbon. I thought it was so it was a visual thing to see that it's open so you don't pick it up and accidentally spill no, it. No, it was no. Nah. Bit oh. of a myth. Placing a wooden spoon over a pot of boiling water to stop it from boiling over? That don't work either. I've never heard that. Oh, you yeah. haven't heard that? So when you know you're making pasta, yeah. sometimes you forget about it and it all bubbles over. Apparently, if you put a wooden spoon over that, it stops it, but it doesn't. So don't, no. Yeah. No, I would have known that. No, I know that. <laughs> I've, I've never heard of that. Turning That's... it down or taking it off. Yeah. Sucking a teaspoon while you're uh, chopping onions? Well, I heard if you yeah. lick your lips. Well, 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 I don't know about that one, but the teaspoon doesn't work. No. Y- you know, it does work. I'm going to get a thing that none of these work. Oh, well. <laughs> Wait, hang on. So when you're far? cutting onions. I've got, got a list here. Hang on. I suggest getting goggles. No. no. You got a little print out no. there, have you done? No. So coffee, these are all coffee the... when you're drunk. Sober you up. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. No, no it doesn't. I, I know that it doesn't work. It only makes you more alert. Okay, did someone print no. this out and give this to you, sweetie? It doesn't do anything. Oh, it but it be... makes you more alert. Coffee well, does. It makes you, it wakes you up a smidge. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to be awake when you're hungover? That defeats the purpose. Yeah. Uh, what else doesn't work? Uh, most things, actually, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. You know what else doesn't work? Boiling potatoes uh, and then dropping them in ice water to peel off the skin, blanching them. That doesn't work. <laughs> Viagra? Viagra? Doesn't work. No. 
<laughs> I've heard it does. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. I've got avocado finger and it's my own fault. What's avocado finger? Well, it's, it's what happened yesterday. Maddie and I were making breakfast in the kitchen here at work. Uh-huh. And he did something. I was like, oh, have you never worked in a kitchen before? Like with that uh, patronising, hockey voice that I do. And he was like, and just as I finished saying that. I think what she meant was her voice. (laughs) (laughs) And just as I finished saying that, cut the avocado and sliced my finger. He turned around and he goes, never worked in a kitchen before. But then he saw it was bleeding so much. He was like, ugh. It never stopped bleeding either. No, it didn't stop till like eight eight last night. I had to really bench it tight. Are you a demon? No, I think it, it is actually quite deep, but no one's got time for stitches, so thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> nobody got time for stitches. <laughs> uh, we have a cubby house. Cute one. In our backyard, yes. Uh, paid a lot of money for said cubby house. And so any time there is a child under the age of about 28 in our house... I I encourage them to go down to the cubby house because I'm trying to get my pay-per-play rate down. Is there a little, like, click-click when they come in the door so you know that how many visits you've got? Yeah. So it's very distressing to someone who outlaid money for a cubby house when you say to a child, would you like to play in the cubby house? And they go, man. I'm 17, Dad. (laughs) Please. Please. In fact, I might even throw a cubby house party in my house. Just play in the cubby. Even if you hate it, tell me what a wonderful time it was for you. Okay. (laughs) But no, thanks. Playing a bit of a game at the moment at my place. It's kind of evolved as technology has evolved. I once read a meme that I thought was very truthful that said, marriage is just two people pushing down the garbage until it can't get pushed down anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And that's changed. Mm. Because at the moment, go to fizzy up our water with the soda stream. (laughs) (laughs) It's not quite fizzy enough. Uh, But I'm not... I I can probably live with one more... That's good. That's going to be. You know what? The tingle sometimes hurts my tongue. The next person can get that one. It's been about a week. <laughs> <laughs> there is no fizz. All the soda stream's doing is just screaming at us. Please replace the bottle. <laughs> but I will not cave. <laughs> you will at some stage. Yeah, you will. You need it more, I think. Yeah, I'll just start buying soda water. You know what it is? <laughs> We've got one here. He's probably just carting home. <laughs> Not uh-huh. Thanks for nothing. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. That's the uh, podcast, everyone. Thank you for downloading and making it all the way to the end. You're our favourite listeners. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Stav, Abby and Matt. Hit 105.